Welcome to the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, where business owners, thought leaders, and community champions from across Central Illinois come to share their story. The Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. Anything less would be uncivilized. What's up, Central Illinois? I am Derek Hayden. I'm here with Garrett Ulmer. We are your hosts for the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, powered by Zambu. Zambu is the delicious grapefruit or wildberry vodka-based spirit infused with the Brazilian buzz button. It's smooth, tasty, and leaves you with a signature tingle. Learn more at ZambuLiquors.com. Zambu, taste the tingle. So for today's guest, let's go ahead and introduce him. He is a graduate of Miami University of Ohio. He is on the board of directors for the Bloomington Normal Economic Development Council. He is also on the board of directors for the Illinois Chamber of Commerce and is the president of Beer Nuts Brand Snacks. Ladies and gentlemen of Central Illinois, please welcome to the show, Mr. Andy Shirk. How are you doing, Andy? Doing well, thank you. How's awesome. Going, going yeah, well, man. Yeah, if that's where well. we had the like crowd noise button, that's when we would hit it. Yeah, we need to look okay. into that. <laughs> awesome. Well, Andy, we're pumped to have you on the show and learn a little more about uh, Beer Nuts. But before we do, um, I'll kick it over to Garrett and we'll do, take you through our speed round to get to know you a little bit better. Like Derek said, we've got a few questions here that we, you know, typically uh, ask our guests just to kind of get a better idea of who you are. And uh, so everybody can, you know, get to know you just a little bit better before we dive into kind of your story as far as that goes. So if you're ready, we'll go ahead and roll. Let's do it. Your first concert. John Denver at Braden Auditorium at ISU. <laughs> John That's the first John Denver one we've got. So yeah, my second concert was John Denver <laughs> At Redbird Arena. <laughs> you must have some pretty good t-shirts, I'm guessing. Yeah, I have no t-shirts, just a, uh, we have a family uh, crisis with John Denver. So. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. That's great. Your favorite movie? Uh, Forrest Gump. Love the history. Favorite ice cream flavor? I can't answer this one, but I like ice cream from Theo's and Uptown Normal and, I, and Jean's Ice Cream in, in Bloomington. All right iPhone or Android? iPhone. All right. Your favorite social media platform? LinkedIn. And why Central Illinois? Uh, the opportunity and the people. Um, there's, I think, I think the uh, maybe the some of the state politics scared off a lot of people, and as a result, there's a vacuum of opportunity, and we've got great people left to take advantage of it. So, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yep. Well, hey, first off, I, I want to thank you, Andy, for the uh, sampler that you sent over um, when we got you scheduled as a, as a guest. So you can see over my shoulder here, we got some some beer nut snacks and and uh, Garrett's got some in his office as well. What you can't tell um, is I've got the chocolate covered peanuts bag and there's no nuts left in it. It's just the empty bag. It didn't make it 24 hours from the time we got it in the mail. <laughs> I'm not sure it made it five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. They are delicious. So with that, Andy. Um, let's start by just giving us a history of Beer Nuts, how it came to be, um, where you're at now, and how you became to be the president of Beer Nuts. Okay. Well, we're a, uh, we're a family business, and we go back a long time. Uh, as Beer Nuts, we're 69 years old this year, but the story really goes back to 1937. Uh, I have a uh, great uncle, Arlo, who 
after high school or during high school was working at a store in downtown Bloomington called the Carmel Crisp Shop and uh, had the opportunity to buy it after he graduated high school and with the help of my great-grandfather did so um, and with that uh, store came this recipe for what is today known as our original peanuts um, and so uh, he, he took it over uh, was running it uh, and uh, but as he was, he was, he got married and on his honeymoon, he was on Ogden Avenue in Chicago and was in a car accident and passed away. And so uh, my grandpa, who was uh, out at USC at the time playing basketball, came home. Um, the family kind of rallied around the opportunity to take over the uh, Carmel Crisp shop and sort of uh, run it for a number of years after that. And so they, they ran it from, that was sometime in late 30s, early 40s, all the way uh, kind of morphing into a uh, restaurant almost and uh, until about the, the early 50s when a potato chip distributor named uh, Eldridge Brewster came through or who was running his route and said, hey, Russell, my grandpa, he said, uh, I think we can sell these. Um, can, you, can you pack them so I can take them on my route? And my grandpa wasn't too inclined in taking much risk after the Great Depression and all that, but um, he, uh, he, he eventually convinced them and so he did. Um, and after about a year, they're selling pretty pretty good as Shirk's Glazed Nuts, but they decided they needed a better name and to really formalize their partnership. And so they said, should we call it Bever Nuts because they're good with beverages or should we call it Beer Nuts because it's especially good with beer? And thank God they chose Beer Nuts and trademarked <laughs> it. And, uh, and that's, a, that's the whole story now. So yeah, but that's, that's, that's how Beer Nuts got started. Um, it's been, it's, there's the, uh, you know, following that it was, it was uh, years of, you know, Move out, growing our locations, and uh, until about 1974, we're we're in the plant we've been in since then, uh, Washington and Robinson, uh, in Bloomington, and uh, and we're been since the 60s distributing to 50 states, uh, and we're uh, we've gone from one product to three products by the, end of the 70s to we're at 19 right now. Um, just uh, as the opportunities have come, we've continued to. Uh, create new products and uh, we'll create more going forward. So uh, that, is, that is probably the, the short version of the long story. So <laughs> that's very cool. Well, that is awesome. Um, it, one thing it's very cool that it's still a family owned business because in today's world with mergers and acquisitions and all the stuff that goes on, it's rare, especially for a brand like Beer Nuts. So that's pretty cool. And the fact that it's here in central Illinois is even cooler to me. So yeah, um, it's, it's a, we have the, we're in a unique position where people think we're kind of a massive company and we're, we're a small business in Central Illinois. So sure, uh, don't tell too many people, but uh, <laughs> we, we like to use that to our advantage a lot of times. It, it works against us at times too, but it's, it's pretty fun when we can. Sure. As well, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. It makes you a little more nimble. Yeah, absolutely. So how you said it's a smaller business. Tell me about how big employee count wise, how many employees work at Beer Nuts? Sure. We're, our headcount's about 90 right now. 90. Okay. okay. So what are some challenges that you see on a daily basis, um, managing and working with 90 people? Um, what would you say are some of the bigger challenges you face on a daily basis, um, especially in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I don't think we're unique in facing uh, labor challenges. Uh, we've, we've uh, you know, it's a national issue. Some people locally say it's a local issue. It's a national issue. Um, in my opinion, uh, but we've, uh, with, with some extra effort and extra focus on culture, we've been able to improve retention and, 
and then some extra training has, has really created a, a better platform to, to bring in new people and, and make them, uh, not really make them, allow them the opportunity to want to stay. But um, additionally, you know, the supply chain issues, uh, we're used to having things pretty buttoned up and just in time and, you know, predictable deliveries and we're way out of sorts right now. Uh, we've got a backlog of orders that, that are, might be held up for, you know, a composite can that we, we you know, that has a three-month lead time instead of a two-week lead time, and uh, or a you know, packaging film that's got a resin that's, uh, you know, in tight demand. And so we, we're, we're feeling it everywhere. Uh, additionally, we're, you know, we're seeing the inflationary pressures that everybody's seeing. Uh, we've, we've, you know, ways raised our, our base wages and uh, uh, 60% in 24 months is my, my go-to fact there, uh, wow. which maybe, maybe partially says some of it was overdue. Uh, but, um, but it's, it's been, uh, that's, that's been an influence. Uh, and yeah, it's, you know, the, the unique challenges we might have is we're a family business and that just puts the family dynamic on top of running a business as just another layer that can, that can really make things, uh, challenging or, or fantastic, just depending on the circumstance or the, the decision. So. Sounds like you've tried to adapt and, you know, obviously look out for your employees as well, you know, which we see a lot of things to where, you know, businesses do have to adapt, but maybe the, the employees are not up there on top of that, you know, for the business, but it sounds like that's a priority for you guys. Yeah. I think it's an advantage of family business and, and you sure. don't have the, you know, the, well, we, well, we operate in sort of a 90 day world uh, as, as on, a, on the way we operate, we, we have a perspective of a generational perspective. So, you know, let's not make the decision that works for our financials for this quarter, let's make the decision that works for our business, you know, in perpetuity. Um, and so um, it's, you know, when I talk about the, the extra layer that the family business brings, this, you know, this is one of the benefits. It's, we don't, we don't have to nail our numbers every quarter. We can, we can, we can miss and, and hang on to good people. And, and that, that payback is, uh, is hard to quantify, but it's much better. So, um, yeah. Well, it seems like you're, you're very involved in not only just the, the Bloomington normal community, but also the state of Illinois um, being on the state chamber board and the economic development council board. Um, so what are some reasons why you like to be involved in those, those councils and, and what are some things that you've seen in return um, from being involved in those, those councils? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story of, of, well, I think why I like to be involved is uh, just growing up in this community. I, I was fortunate enough to, to after 10th grade, I was gone for 13 years, uh, boarding school, college, and uh, life in Chicago for a couple of years. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, it was just, it was kind of ingrained in, in our household growing up is, you know, we're, we've been fortunate to have this family business because of the efforts of the community that, you know, you people say at times, you know, like you do this or your, your dad did that or your grandpa. It, there's certain people in certain roles, but it's, it's a team effort. And, and the community of, of Bloomington Normal Estate uh, has supported us all the way through. And another, another point I always try to make is, you know, our best salespeople are people who've lived in Bloomington Normal at some point in their life and experienced beer nuts here. And then they go wherever they're going to go and they give our product as gifts or they push it out, you know, and they, and they, they introduce their, their, their new community to what we have to offer. So it's, um, you know, that sort of continuous cycle of kind of ingrains me in, in the community. Going fast forward to uh, sort of 
coming back to town. I came back in uh, 2011 after uh, my wife and I got married, but we've been living in Chicago and I'd, I'd actually been commuting for three years. Um, but the, uh, I, I hit some ceilings within the family business where it was, you know, Andy, that's good, but we don't want to do that. And, and I had, my ambition was beyond that. Uh, and so it, it really forced me out outside to, um, you know, exercise some of my ambition and got started with the, the chamber, McLean County Chamber of Commerce, which is a tremendous organization um, and spent six years on the board there and was chairman for a bit and got to really experience the challenges that um, that come to aligning an entire community to one goal. Um, and we had some success and we had some failures in doing that, but it was uh, led to further interest in to the, the EDC, um, which I, I've been part of. I think this is my third year um, in the chairman this year. Um, and uh, with the, you know, the awesome developments we've had with uh, Brandt, uh, with Rivian, with Ferrero is building a new chocolate factory here. Uh, and it just, those are the big easy ones and there's and there's more coming from from, from what i can tell uh, and so it's uh, just it's it's an opportunity to sort of help guide um, the community through those opportunities uh defend uh those opportunities as well when when someone says well i don't you know this this break isn't good for me and my interests that's okay but if you zoom out it's good for the whole community your interests will get taken care of eventually or some other ways and just learning that you can align, it's hard, but you can do it. And, and the faster we do it, the better we do it, uh, the more often we're going to do it. And, and uh, so, yeah, kind of a long answer. I don't know if I, if I answered all your question. That's perfect. Oh, I think you that's did. great. Okay. You did. I know from the outside looking in, Derek and I talk a lot about different areas around us. And, uh, you know, we're both from Shelbyville. But if you want to talk about it, it seems like a place that just really has it going on and things going in a positive direction. Bloomington area just seems to be going crazy right now with, yeah. with positive things in the community. So kudos to you guys that fighting to get that stuff going on as well. Well, thanks. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass off any kudos to a lot of other people. It's, we, we were, it was, it was pretty quiet here for about a decade. So, um, and we were playing defense and it's, it's awesome to be on offense and, and, and be after playing defense for a bit, be a little bit ahead of where we would have been if we had just sat on our hands for those that 10 years. So um, it's it's exciting, and um, I'm I'm excited for for everybody to sort of take advantage of the opportunities. For Absolutely. sure, yeah. I mean, a lot of people. We've talked about this before with a few other guests on the podcast, but a lot of people when they see all the cool developments that are happening in their town, or they they see a new business coming in, they don't realize all the people and work that are behind the scenes to build this and bring it to your community. Um, so, uh, a Thanks to you for supporting Central Illinois and, and the state of Illinois. And uh, B, if you're listening out there, j just be involved. And uh, you can have a hand in doing some pretty cool stuff. Uh, I know Garrett and I try to do as much as we can here in, in Shelbyville, Shelby County, and Central Illinois and beyond. And uh, it's cool to see what you've put your hands on uh, come to fruition. And uh, especially, like you said, some of those big developments that support the beer nuts community, the Rivians, the Ferreros, those are, that's pretty cool to see that yeah. pop up in your backyard. I mean, that's a, that's a fun experience. Yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and a lot of other things. Like you said, if you were on defense for 10 years, you know, fighting for stuff like that, uh, it's just gotta be a, a very, very happy thing to see all those things going on. Yeah. And, and let me be clear. I was, I was a spectator for 
the hardest parts. So um, I'm just having to be fortunate to be more involved at the time of, of sort of the payoff of some of that that blood, sweat, and tears. But yeah, it's there was a lot of even even Rivian coming here. There was a lot of you know NIMBY people and you know just how dare you and 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 it's it, we're just a town. We're an insurance town. Going back, we were an insurance town. Sure, as an insurance guys, but no risk. Don't take the risk. Don't take the risk. Yeah. <laughs> we took the risk. It's paying off big time. So it's um, it's and that that's a community culture. I think that's thankfully evolving faster than it has in the past. But we've got it. We've got to be ambitious, and we we've, we've got to got to leverage what we have, and we've and we've got to uh, not be comfortable where we are if we want yeah. to. Of, of the opportunities that are out there so and you know you, you've had patrick hoban on here and and the, that guy's a, a deal machine he's he's a machine and he's he it's a good thing we've got him to yeah. keep us going right now as far as the deal front he's he seemed like a complete ball of energy and you know the knowledge that we took from just you know speaking with him for just a little while was was amazing you know so he's consistent always 100 percent of the time he's he's on it's incredible. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, like we mentioned, you're you're just a regular dude from Central Illinois, um, running a family-owned business. But I also, like Garrett said before we hopped on, we did a little creeping on social media on you and Beer Nuts, <laughs> and you've got almost forty thousand followers on Facebook, almost eight thousand on Instagram, almost eight thousand on Twitter, and about sixteen hundred on LinkedIn. So you look like you are a big brand. I mean, yes. uh, so are you involved in marketing, um, whether you are or, or not, if you have a marketing team, what's been some of the keys to your success and visibility in marketing beer nuts around the country? And that's a, it's a loaded question. First, I think <laughs> our numbers are uh, low, very low for what they should be uh, that you mentioned. Um, but uh, from a marketing standpoint, we've what's really carried us is our brand name, um, the, the trademark from 1953, um, which I've I've been told was very difficult to defend at times, uh, has really has really carried us through. Uh, I I was talking with a group this morning, and uh, you know I said it's uh, people are you know there's we have a we have a demographic that we're that we haven't hit very well, and it's a younger demographic, and but the the opportunity is that they hear beer nuts and they think I'll try that. That, that sounds cool. And they may think it's generic terms or they may say, Oh, I've had those with my grandpa or, or this or that, but, um, yeah, it opens a lot of doors and, uh, and it, and whether that's, you know, a kid at a convenience store or that's a buyer at Walmart, um, it's, it's, it's done all of those. So, um, it, I really, I really take it back to, to the, um, to the brand name from a, from a marketing standpoint though, we, you know, it's, as, as the company grew from, you know, when Brewster and Shirks got together, Brewsters were sales and marketing and distribution, Shirks were manufacturing. Um, and so not our, it's not our strength and, and we haven't utilized it as well as we could. And, and, and we recognize that. Um, but as we go through some generational transition, you know, that's just one of the opportunities that um, I think was, um, I think will really leverage us, will really propel us forward. So, for sure. Do you have your sure. own marketing team there, or do you have individuals that you outsource marketing to? Uh, we have a few internal, but we we've uh, we we use different agencies too. Um, yeah, and uh, I've got some 
out in the future that um, I'm excited to work with as well. So, um, are you doing anything on TikTok yet, Derek? No. And I keep asking everybody about TikTok. Yeah, we should be, but no, the answer is no. I wish I could tell you. Yeah, haven't you seen it? Uh, <laughs> it, it just seems like a, a, an easy one for for our brand. So we it do. is. It's crazy because I was watching something yesterday, and it was Gary V, and he was talking about TikTok, and um, he said the average person signed up for TikTok right now is 38 to 52, which blew my mind. That is crazy. You know, so Derek and I keep trying to pick everybody's brain about TikTok because we're trying to, to get better at it as well. So trying to break, trying to break into it. And it's, it's, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough cookie to crack because I have no idea what I'm doing, but we're just slapping some videos together. So Gary Vee's a good source. I've been listening to him for 10 years 10 years ago my wife went to a talk of his and she brought me one of his books and i've been a follower since i got three pairs of his shoes oh really okay <laughs> i didn't wear them today or yesterday but yeah um yeah he's incredible um and, and just what he's developed and uh and i think one of his uh i know i know one of his guys commented on your post uh, they he did yeah he did because yeah. derek and i were actually talking yeah. about that yesterday or the day before we're like holy cow that, that's crazy. So I did. I did yeah. have the opportunity during COVID to have a uh, a Zoom call with him, and there was I think there was sixteen people on the call. But I think five of them worked for him. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I don't. I was. You know, this is where the big brand and the small company really came in. It was like there was like Bojangles and like I forget the other like Whirlpool and uh, Pepsi and Beer Nuts and Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy and i was i was just sitting there smiling and it was a happy hour and having my drink and uh it was fun to really hear just those 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 big perspectives and uh when i ended up going last is sort of around the room and it was getting getting long so i was nice and brief but uh <laughs> but I, I got a, some direct feedback from gary and his, his comment was i'd like to be in your seat um because you get you've got all the fun coming so uh, yeah very cool yeah, yeah very he cool. says he as crazy as he gets, you know, and obviously he's, he's pretty loud with what he thinks, but man, he, he's full of energy and uh, yeah, it's, I like to listen to his content. I mean, he's, he's inspiring. So I've got to ask, how did you have the ability to do that or gain the ability? I don't, I don't know. I just got an email. I think I signed up somewhere for something of his and uh, one of his people reached out to me and I, I still get stuff. I've been on a couple other ones, but not that small. Okay. Uh, but cool. uh, yeah, but you know, kind of like we were talking earlier uh, about Jared Allen. Gary Vee was exactly who you think he is too. And uh-huh. he, he is who he is. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I I try. I have a little thing posted up here. One of Gary Vee's comments that I try. Actually, there's two things that he, one of his challenges and one of his comments. So I love the fact that he talks about the term he uses is try to be the social media mayor of your marketplace. Mm-hmm. And so you know that's. It's difficult to do because, you know, we got full-time jobs along with trying to be, you know, content creators, but it's, it's paying off for Garrett and I, I mean, we're, we're getting visibility and, and we're not producing content at the rate that Gary V and his team is, but for yeah. doing free stuff on whatever is free and cutting up little pieces of clips here and there, it's working. Uh, we're yeah. getting some visibility. So, I mean, look, we're talking to Andy Shirk, president of Beer Nuts. So. That's right, man. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, he's got, he, he's got a good model. It'd be, it'd be nice to have a team like doing it all, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. He's got to figure it out. Yep. So one thing I also saw on, on the beer nuts, LinkedIn page, 
was you guys were you made it to the final round of the Illinois Manufacturers Association coolest things made in Illinois. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so IMA, great organization, uh, if you don't know it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, I think it was the first go at it of the, uh, the, uh, the contest. But um, yeah, we submitted, I think we submitted two products, our original bar mix and our original peanuts. And Bar mix made it into the 64 and um, then we just started pumping it from there. And uh, so we made it round by round and the last round, I think we lost uh, Caterpillar's uh, big dump truck um, and they might have a bigger network putting votes well, in. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, while we were disappointed, we were somewhat hopeful. And, and this was like, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic too. Um, it was pretty awesome to, to have that exposure and have fun with it and, and really yeah. just push on you know, our, our networks and, and see who we could get to vote. So um, we've got a huge banner in our, in our break room that everybody gets to see every coffee break and, and every lunch. And uh, uh, we're, we're proud of it. So, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Mark, Mark Densler from the IMA, good, good person to, to bring in. Okay. So we'll have yeah. to look up Mark and see if he wants to be a guest. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, as a, we're getting close on time. We got five or six minutes left here, Andy, but, as a if central Illinois who is listening to this podcast, who is getting into business or has a business and they may idolize beer nuts as a central Illinois company that's grown through the years, what recommendations or tips do you have to them to um, get to where they want to be as far as a business owner goes? Build a good team. Uh, it's all about the people. Uh, it, it took me a long time to get to that to understand that it, it was kind of raised as, you know, you, you kind of, we can figure it out, we can do it. Um, and it's, it's, that's super inefficient, super slow. It's um, bring on, figure out what you, what you need people wise, and then go find them. Uh, and, 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 and then, and, and then get out of their way, uh, get good people, tell them what you need, let them run and then go on and find the next person you need for the next part of your, your business. Uh, it's been, it, I, it took me a while to figure that out, but it's been uh, crucial. And as we continue to grow, um, just it's it's been fun plugging people in and figuring out how to find people and what how to evaluate the need and 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 the candidates and really match that up to to, to what's going to work well with your team, existing team and the needs of the organization. So it's people, people, people. Very cool. Find the horses and let them run. I like yep, it. That's right. Get out of their way. That's 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 hard. Uh, especially from the beginning, if you're building a business, it's, you, you know, you got it. You just got to get out of the way. Sure. Sure. Well, I think that's great advice. The more and more people that I listen to podcasts and, and the run a business or starting a business or have ran a business for several years like yours, I think that's what they, you know, they say it's hard sometimes to let somebody else try to take your car and drive it. You know what I mean? And, but most time they say, if you open up, open it yourself up to them and let you, yourself really listen to their ideas that it just goes above and beyond when you really start letting other people kind of say, Hey, I think we should try this or do that and listen to it. And it's a game changer. Well, and we're, we're even seeing that, you know, from the manufacturing side, the, the further we can push decision-making and ideas into the plant floor, the better off we are, the more efficient we are. I'm no expert on how to run our can line. Um, you know, you don't want me to make that decision. The guy who's running it every day knows all the answers. He just needs the okay and the, the opportunity to present those solutions and or, or to implement them. And 
that that makes all the difference. And then all of a sudden, you know, person RJ Scarinch said it really well when they went public. He said, you know, I used to make all the decisions. Now you guys make all the decisions. And I thought that was that's perfect. Just keep pushing them and 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 yeah, get the right people. Love it. Love it. Yep. So before we wrap up, Andy, um, what if our listeners want to get in contact with you or follow you online, what's the best way to find you? Uh, Andy at beernuts.com is my email. Um, you can call me. My, my office line is 309-588-6161. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm not crazy active. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but beer nuts, uh, go to beernuts.com. There's, that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, encourage you to check it out. Perfect. Awesome. And where, where can they buy beer nuts at? That's a better question. Where can someone buy beer nuts? Beernuts.com. Uh, but uh, retailers, Walmart, Hy-Vee, uh, Schnucks, uh, just, just about everywhere, uh, hopefully. Uh, I, I heard in one of your other podcasts, Rural King, good customer. There we uh, go. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, trying to think who else to tell you. But yeah, we're, we're just about everywhere in Illinois. So. Very cool. And I can tell you, um, based on the story I told Andy earlier, they are at the quick and easy across from Shelbyville High School. That's where I used to get them <laughs> when I was 14, 15 years old. So um, other than that, got, if you're listening, well, got Derek through his freshman year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got, got me the, the, uh, I got bulked up my freshman year and got ready for football on beer nuts. So, <laughs> so everybody listen and make sure you are subscribing to the CIBL podcast on whatever platform you consume podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Also, while you're there, please leave us a review. It'd be great. We'd be grateful for it. Um, you can follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and engage with our guests there as well. Until next time, Andy, you have officially been civilized. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, for Thanks so much, Andy. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash C-I-B-L podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It's the civilized thing to do. Yeah.